This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warrior. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Safe and legal uh, immigration into this country um, is a key cornerstone of our own um, security and prosperity, and that he is advancing ways to improve those legal pathways to entry. I mean, he increased or dramatically increased the number of refugees that we're willing to take in from nations in the hemisphere. Um, he uh, also Im improved uh, the process by which uh, people seeking asylum can do that in, again, a legal, safe way. Um, uh, and uh, we're also obviously uh, have to make sure that uh, that it's legal migration we're focused on and that the illegal migration is curbed as best as we can through more uh, more stringent enforcement mechanism. So it's a balance. And the president's trying to strike that balance. Uh, but he is. And I think you saw it in the uh, uh, in, in all the initiatives that were announced yesterday. I mean, there's a, uh, you, you know, striking that balance. You, you can't forget that you that we do as a nation of immigrants have an obligation to provide uh, uh, better tools and pathways for them to come in. I'm going to play. Uh, OK, Denver, get ready to play that again. That is the quiet part out loud right there. You and your nation have an obligation, an obligation. Let me repeat that, an obligation. No, sir, we have no obligation. That would be incorrect. Here's where we have an obligation to not just secure the border. Can't be, build a wall. Hey, we built part of the wall as a demonstration of how it could be built, okay? It's not about a wall. The walls, don't get me wrong, a, a, a foundational element, but it's so much deeper than that now. Given the invasion of the southern border that this illegitimate regime has allowed to happen. And right there, they're up in your grill. And this is, goes to Benzman. Benzman told you what they're going to try to do because they don't want the photo op of the International Bridge of Del Rio, Texas. They don't want that photo op. They understand you get a photo op of five or 10,000 illegal aliens right there. That's, that, that, that's polling number is going to be down. This is all about him in 2024. You do understand that, right? He's going to go down and give a, a lick and a promise. And, uh, and then Flobeck said, I've been to the border. I got to put, here's what they're doing. It is to accelerate. The flow and the processing of illegal aliens in this country, breaking every rule about our asylum program, just making it a joke. Cortez, you heard it right there. We're going to play that. I may put that into the into the opening to the show. Kirby, Admiral Kirby right there. And Admiral Kirby's a smart guy, but he's a slick guy. Very slick, right? He's very slick. That's why they got him in the national security. He'll eventually be the White House. He'll be up there at the podium eventually. Very slick guy. Uh, Steve Cortez, they said the quiet part out loud, right up in your right. grill. You Cortez are a bad guy. 
because you're sitting there talking about that we got to limit legal immigration, and it's not a solution. It's definitely not national security, and it's not a solution to inflation, as they keep arguing. Right. But Kirby said it right in your face. We have – you're wrong, Cortez. Everything you've been telling me on the show is wrong because I got Admiral Kirby sitting there telling me we have an obligation. And Breitbart was fantastic. Uh, Neil Monroe and the team over there to catch that. A lot of people missed it. Steve Cortez. Uh, Steve, we have an obligation to the security and prosperity of American citizens, period. End of story. And immigration exists to serve the prerogatives of current American citizens, whether they have been legally naturalized or native born. I want to correct Kirby on a couple points there. First, he said that we are a, quote, uh, nation of immigrants. No, we're not. We're a nation of citizens. Now, many of those citizens happen to be immigrants. And throughout American history, we have done immigration for the most part very well. We have not done it well at all in recent decades, but we have done it well through most of our history. But we are not a nation of immigrants. We are a nation of citizens. And the rights and prerogatives of those citizens must always be primary in assessing any policy, including immigration and whether or not we permit immigration at all. I personally believe it's time for a moratorium. It is time for a timeout on even legal immigration. It's not enough for us just to secure the border. We absolutely have to do that. Priority number one. But then I think we need to go even further and make the case that immigration as it is presently constructed, legal immigration, is not serving the interests of American citizens, contrary to what Kirby said. Here's another appalling statement he made. He said that the situation right now in terms of these incoming, this mass trespassing, a tsunami of human trespassers in the United States. He called it, quote, a cornerstone of our security and prosperity, a cornerstone of our security and prosperity. Is Kirby aware that we right now have 20 straight months of crashing real wages in the United States for American citizens, meaning your income adjusted for the cost of the things you need in your life, adjusted for inflation? We get inflation data out in a few days, by the way. It might become the 21st straight month under Kirby and Joe Biden that this reality, unfortunately, endures in the United States. Does that sound like a good environment to bring in millions of new workers to compete unjustly and illegally in the labor market against American citizens? Does that enhance the security and prosperity of American citizens? No, it does not. Again, Steve, I think we need to, and I think we on the right need to try to persuade office holders. And I've been trying to do this so far, frankly, unsuccessfully, but persuade office holders. We need to, ch- to change the way that we speak about legal immigration because we're so quick on the right to say, oh, listen, we're just against the illegal part. We love legal immigration. No, legal immigration, as it is no. presently done in the United States, is a disaster Problem. for the United Problem. States, for American disaster. citizens right now. Okay, this, the, the priorities of American citizens need to come first and I say this as the son of a legal immigrant, okay? And that is the reality in America. It always was the reality, basically, until recent decades. It needs to be the reality again. Immigration exists to serve American citizens. Cortez, hang on. I'm going to bring in Benzman. Benzman, uh, they've been following your reporting because now they've incorporated what you warned us about, in, uh, like you said they were going to do. And, oh, we got a solution here. It's it, We have an obligation, and that's why we're providing more legal pathways, Spenceman, tell us about this fiasco. And by the way, Kirby's just a bald-faced liar. He's slick, very slick guy. He's got he's a bald-faced liar. Todd Benzman. Well, the secretive program that I exposed uh, last uh, the month before last, when I was in Mexicali, Mexico, is the program that the Biden administration is now laying out there as the central linchpin of legal pathways. Okay. 
So what they're going to do is they're going to bring it. They're planning to bring in three hundred and sixty thousand a year uh, from four nationalities: Haiti, Cuba, Venezuelans, and Nicaraguans. Just those four. But what nobody's mentioning is that they've already been bringing in tens of thousands under parole in the same way, handing them off at ports of entry of all nationalities all along the border at ports of entry from Tijuana down to Matamoros. But what I, what I really want you and your listeners to hear is that there is hope on the horizon. Today, a federal court trial in Pensacola, Florida, began that the uh, Attorney General Ashley Moody uh, is uh, challenging the constitutionality of the use of this parole authority. Trial starts today in the Northern Florida District in Pensacola. Watch this trial. It's very important. Uh, If you haven't heard about it anywhere, go pay attention to it. Uh, I'm watching this trial, and the outcome of this. Uh, ver- I, I can't imagine that they're not that Florida can't win uh, this trial. Uh, this is an unconstitutional. We'll put a, we'll, we'll put a pin in the trial. We're going to come back to get people more up to speed. But I want to go. Biden's proposals last week were insanity. This is insanity. And by the way, he's being fought by the radical wing of the Democratic Party. Says so not insane enough. Talk about what Biden before he goes to El Paso. This is what Kirby came out for. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to write this in your notebook. You in this country, in the citizens country, have an obligation to increase legal pathways and other ways for these illegal aliens to get in the country. You have an obligation to do that, Todd Benzman. Well, this looks to me like the slippery slope toward another federal marijuana law, which we all completely ignore. There's a law in the books uh, you know, marijuana is illegal, the trafficking and sale and all the rest of that. That's what they're trying to do to the Immigration and Nationality National Nationality Act, the INA, which requires detention, deportation, removal. Uh, this is an alternative parallel system that they created to pipeline in millions of people around the will of Congress in the INA. It's patently illegal, uh, in my opinion. I'm not a lawyer, but but I can read the law. And there are minds greater than mine, legal minds greater than mine, that agree this is going to be, a, this is illegal. And also just nobody, no president in the history of the country that I'm aware of in modern history since the INA uh, has ever proposed the idea that we can just open up the southern border and legalize everybody before they come in and just pipeline millions of people in over the border. Most presidents and top DHS, our top law enforcement officials, talk about we got to stop this. We have to deter. We have to defend even Democrats. So this is really an unprecedented position. Uh, I've never seen anybody take this. Nobody has taken this. No president has ever taken a crazy position like no, this. Because no, because no, 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 it's, no, it's not crazy. Really? This part of their plan, this part of their plan, this, he ought to be impeached. They've been breaking the law and now they're trying to cover the tracks. They don't want any more optics of the divisions every day. The 10,000, 15,000 coming across the border. That's when they want to do it in the dark of night in Mexico and then fly them deep into the United States. Cortez, before I let you go, 
here's the good news, Cortez. Abbott gave him a very stern letter when he showed up. You know, Abbott handed him a very stern letter. How much did that have to, Abbott, who could have called for an invasion on his border, right? And actually brought every resource to bear from the state of Texas. He gave right. him a harsh letter, Steve Cortez. Does that, make, does that right. make you feel better? No, it sure doesn't. And in recent years, the two most important border states, right, Arizona and Texas, have had Republican governors until very recently in Arizona, Republican governors and Republican legislatures, and yet they abdicated their responsibility. It's enough uh, of the stern talk. But here's the good news, right? We do have the pressure point. We do have the leverage, and it's via the debt ceiling. And this is where we're going to find out what Speaker McCarthy, what the House GOP, what are they really made of? Because this, again, to me, has to be. There's a lot of priority issues, but this is priority number one, right? If we don't have a border, we don't have a country. Under Joe Biden, more illegal migrants have come into this country than the population of any U.S. city except for New York City. Think about that. More than Chicago, more than Los Angeles, more than Houston, more than any city except for New York. And that's counting, right? All right, that number and counting and going to accelerate higher. So the, the debt ceiling is the moment where the rubber meets the road in terms of the U.S. House. And do they have the guts? Do they have the conviction and the guts to hold the line and demand that Biden start doing his job. And if he refuses to, then it will be Biden who decides to shut the government down and he will have to deal with the financial consequences of that if he decides to prioritize illegal aliens over paying the bills of the United States. They think we're going to play the sucker's play because they're like, well, when is the debt ceiling? You know, you can't, no, we're not going to play the game that we're going to wait for the cash to run out. Russ Vote and Steve Bannon, we went through this exercise in the 17th. We know all the sources of cash. We're not taking the suckers play when they put a gun to your head and they go, well, you got to do it. It's a full faith and credit. They run out their hair and fire. No, baby. We're going to start it now. We're going to start the discussion on the debt ceiling, everything that goes with it. The sh the real, the, 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 the total a shutdown of this invasion of our nation to break the ownership of the Federal Reserve by these 24 prime brokers making more money on your currency than ever. We're going to shut all of this crap down and the debt ceiling is going to be the fight. And we're not going to wait till they run out of cash, till they put a shotgun to your head and say, you need to do it right away. We're going to lose the full faith and credit of the United States. Cortez, what's your social media? How do folks get to you in your chalk talks? Yeah, please see my chart talk and my new articles. You can find me on the Twitter. I'm at Cortez Steve, Cortez with an S, and I'm almost at 400,000 followers. So uh, deplorables, please. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Uh, immigration into this country um, is a key cornerstone of our own um, security and prosperity. And that he is advancing ways to improve those legal pathways to entry. I mean, 
he increased or dramatically increased the number of refugees that were willing to take in from nations in the hemisphere. Um, he uh, also Im improved uh, the process by which uh, people seeking asylum can do that in, again, a legal, safe way. Um, uh, and uh, we're also obviously uh, have to make sure that uh, that it's legal migration we're focused on and that the illegal migration is curbed as best as we can through more uh, more stringent enforcement mechanisms. So it's a balance. And the president is trying to strike that balance. Uh, but he is. And I think you saw it in the. Uh, uh, in, in all the initiatives that were announced yesterday, I mean, there's a, uh, you, you know, striking that balance. You, you can't forget that you that we do as a nation of immigrants have an obligation to provide uh, uh, better tools and pathways for them to come in. Benjamin, you outed this on your reporting, and now they're sitting there going, they're trying to hide the optics. That's where they're going to they're going to process these. This is all about. Throwing away, uh, INA, throwing away the asylum process, going to totally illegal measures. They're in a federal court in Pensacola right now arguing about some of this. But that's why Benson in Mexico, they're going to process them in this quote unquote legal uh, pathway illegally and then fly them in at your expense, by the way, into the United States, principally into red, red states. This is, they're, they're, it's pretty, that's not conspiracy. That's pretty well thought through. They got a plan. This is, I keep telling you. As bad as a laptop from hell and their involvement in the Chinese Communist Party, which you're going to see is horrific and they're bought and paid for. The first article of impeachment and Byron, uh, Byron Donalds, who got a bunch of votes for speaker last week, Byron Donalds on Maria Bartiromo yesterday. This ain't war room. This is Byron Donalds who said, Hey, the process for impeachment of Biden is going to start immediately with these investigations. The process for impeachment of Biden is going to start with these legitimate investigations to get to the heart of this. Todd Benzman. Kirby laid the whole thing out. It's an obligation. That's the part you missed, Todd. Todd, you were going and doing this reporting and all this, and you forgot the part that we have an obligation to take in the world, sir. What is what is Admiral Kirby and Joe Biden missing, Todd Benzman? Well, I think that they're missing the fact that this is a sovereign nation, and all sovereign nations are obliged to... Uh, say who comes into the country, uh, legally or illegally. Uh, and we're the only one in the world uh, that I know of uh, that has exists now or has ever existed that has taken a position that our border, every, anybody who wants to come, we cede our, our uh, decision-making to you, to these foreign nationals, who, by the way, show up most of the time without any identification uh, we have no idea who they are. They get to decide whether they get to come in or not. It's and and the uh, administration is uh, compliant with that. They're fine with that. They want that. It's really unusual uh, in in historical terms. Uh, no nation state does this. Uh, we're the only one in the world that's ever even existed. This is extraordinary, and this has got to be a massive focus around the whole debt ceiling and spending and appropriations. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to fight for your country, strap in, because it's going to be complicated, and it's going to be tough, and it's going to be gnarly. Uh, Todd, how do people get to you, um, your new book coming out, all of your writings, uh, your social media, all of it? Yeah, I don't have the following that Cortez has on Getter, but I'm at T. Benzman at Getter. Feel free to uh, follow me there. 
uh, Benzman Todd on Twitter and uh, Center for Immigration Studies, CIS.org. I've got a big piece coming out on uh, what the United Nations is doing down in Mexico and beyond, aiding and abetting this whole mass migration. Uh, they're huge, huge investments uh, happening right now for 2023, cash handouts, uh, cash stuffed on Remember, you uh, you underwrite, and by the way, you under we, we underwrite, the American people underwrite the United Nations out of Geneva where the real work goes on. The CCP basically is in every, the WHO and all of UNESCO, they control all of this, right? Um, yeah, wait, they control wait all of this and, and, and we... And we underwrite it. It'll make you, this is another outrage. Okay, but look, this is the fight you got to do to take on the globalists. Todd, when are you going to have that piece up? Uh, it's submitted. It's being edited. It may be up today, but probably tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning okay, about uh, what the UN is up to down there. Brother, thank you so much. Appreciate it. We'll have you back up when the, when the uh, article's up. You're doing, you're doing the Lord's work. Thank you. I'm going to bring Natalie Winters on. Breaking bombshell news, which we've warned you about, this cartel of, of central banks. We've warned you about the central bank cartel. The great Royce White's been on here. F item. Uh, Zurich, Switzerland, Zurich, Switzerland. Just announced the Swiss National Bank. Now, the Swiss National Bank is supposed to be the gold standard or the platinum standard as far as judicial use of resources as a central bank. You know, the Swiss are, you know, boom, right? Announced $143 billion loss in 2022. Just announced a $143 billion loss because of loss in, uh, in, in, in tech stocks, drops in exchanges throughout the world and, uh, and bonds. $143 billion loss. Now we reported, we told you guys about back in uh, October, I think it was. I said, Ken, they have a line of credit. <laughs> think about it. The Central Bank of Switzerland has a line of credit, the Federal Reserve, and they drew down like six billion dollars had to be reported. I go, man, that's interesting. That's tied to this loss. We're going to get into this. A bombshell just reported. The Swiss National Bank uh, has just reported, posted an annual loss in 2022 of 143 billion dollars. $143 billion. You wonder why these central banks are buying gold reserves? So we're going to get down to this this afternoon, try to get Philip Patrick on here and tomorrow. You don't think this thing we're taught, we're, we're rickety. You don't think we got to tie the Federal Reserve control and ownership to this debt ceiling? We remember on the debt ceiling, we got them. You th see this thing last week? That was a new, that was a, 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 a new deal aborting. That's what that was. Okay. And all their focus about it. Wall Street Journal, all of it, the debt ceiling, these, these crazies, the debt ceiling. You're the head of the creditors committee. You in this audience are the care. You're the chair of the creditors committee on the full faith and credit of the good old United States of America. They are the ones that drove our currency into the ground. They are the ones that bankrupted this nation. They are the ones that have no plan. Show me the plan. We're open to it. I've done. I've worked on enough bankruptcies in my life at Goldman and my own firm. Worked on enough bankruptcies. Show me the plan of reorganization. Show it to me. Let me see. Let me see the numbers. I'm. I can do the math. I can do the. I can get an HP 12C out here and do the math. Show me your math. Show it to me. Give it to me. Get some. Come on. Give it to me. They don't have the math. 
They're going to put a shotgun to your head and say, we're going to run out of money. It's the full faith and credit, and you guys are the bad guys. You're going to do it. No, we're not playing that game. We're going to start it now. Where's your plan? Show me the plan. Show me the plan that we don't get to 40 trillion. It's a trillion dollars of interest expense. It's going to be bigger than the defense budget. You don't think that's a national security issue? Well, in the war room, we happen to, to believe it's a national security issue. Let's bring in Natalie Winters. Natalie, they're coming out of the box hot on these investigations. You've been all over them. Walk us through where we stand today, particularly with Jim Jordan announced as the really the head of the Frank Church subcommittee. They got full subpoena. They're going to have tons of cash. He's going to head it up. He chairs judiciary. The I love the title, The Weaponization of the United States <laughs> Government. They didn't see that one coming, did they, Natalie Winters? No, it sounds like it's right out of your mouth. You know, it, it's funny. The, the narrative that the mainstream media and the Democrats like to run with is that all of these investigations are, you know, political stunts, right? They're vendettas. They're just revenge focused. They're going to wish that they were just political stunts because with Jim Jordan being placed in charge of this committee with the type of inquiries that they're looking to hold, whether it's into the origins of COVID. In this Axios article that revealed this committee, they specifically mentioned Anthony Fauci by name, even going after DHS and how they've been targeting parents um, opposed to their children learning critical race theory. So they're really, really getting down into the details in terms of, I think, the angles of attack that the American people want Congress to pursue and really look into the weaponization of. Um, and I think the, to me, kind of the, the signal, not the noise here, and really the buried lead of that whole Axios story is that while it's great that we're focusing on big tech, right? This is coming on the heels of the Twitter files. Um, I don't think that Jim Jordan, I think House Republicans are not missing the forest for the trees. And what I mean by that is that it's not just the social media platforms or the censorship that we're talking about. You know, there was that big intercept story a few months back where it showed that colluding with the federal government it wasn't just Twitter. It wasn't just Facebook. It wasn't just the social media platforms. It was really the entire private sector, all the way from companies like Johnson and Johnson to Microsoft to companies involved in the power grid um, to even, you know, consultants, really full spectrum dominance of all of America's economy. They're all in on this this. I would say fusion, this merger between the public and private sector to advance certain agendas, certain narratives on a host of issues. So I think that's really the important part of this committee. It's the weaponization of the federal government, not just in big tech, but in all aspects of your life. I'm going to take a short break and we'll come back. And we've got Tierman and Zirkel. I got Ben Horner for Vatican. So we're going to have to juggle some balls here. We got a lot to do before noon. Um, because there's a lot, we don't, well, here's what we don't want. No more performance art. No more Trey Gowdy's. No more performance art of Benghazi when that should have been so serious and it was a joke. He didn't even know. Let's be blunt. Hillary Clinton bench pressed him in that hearing, bench pressed him. And, uh, and then he wrote a report six months later. Nobody, uh, paid attention. The question, Natalie, when is when we get back, you're going to have the, you're going to have the joint committee on China, on the influence penalty in China. They are definitely going to do something sidebar, I think, on Fauci and COVID and the vaccines and all that. You've got the select committee on the weaponization of the government. How do we make sure they all converge on a point? You're going to have this investigation on the southern border. The investigations are going to be big league because they took appropriations away from us. This is why they did the omnibus, to take the anvil away from the hammer. But they need more money starting September 30th, and we're going to choke them down there. Short break. Back in a moment. Fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title. 
and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh no, I have title insurance. It's in my name or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, what is calling you? You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report. A hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code radio. Slippers, moccasins, you got the light robes, the thick robes, the heavy robes, blankets, everything to keep you warm in a cold and bitter winter, right? Make sure you check it all out today. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. It's the way we sleep, the sleep of the just. Natalie, you got a blockbuster story up. It's already getting a lot of attention about a Daily Beast reporter, but I'm going to try to get you back on this afternoon. we got to go through that in some level of detail since people's heads are blowing up on the internet. But just real quickly, because i got to get to Brazil and the Vatican, um, how, I just want to make sure, and this is one of your top priorities, because you're such a great investigative reporter, just to keep it all, because you're going to have Gallagher's China Committee is going to be going after Chinese influence peddling in the United States, plus the, the rise of China, but also their involvement in the United States. You've got the Select Committee of the Frank Church type of committee by Jordan on the weaponization of the government and the intel community. A lot of that they're going to try to do in the SCIF, which we, you know, we want to make sure all this information gets out, that we don't want to overclassify it so you can't get out. Then you're going to have a cyber. I'm sure Fauci is going to be investigated by a number of committees. And you're going to have the southern border. Just walk us, walk our audience through quickly how we're going to keep that all so it's in their minds and, and we don't end up with Benghazi's. Sure. There are definitely a lot of blurred lines, I think, between these committees because, as we know, the swamp acts. Uh, it has dominion over really every aspect of our political life, right? The border is an issue that's interconnected with the Chinese Communist Party. And of course, the Chinese Communist Party is interconnected with Big Pharma and the origins of COVID and Wuhan. Um, so I really think that the key to this um, is just full transparency. I think we really may need to press and make sure that these hearings are not held in, in the skiff. I know there was some talk about that in these kind of secret chambers, but really that remembering that sunlight is the best disinfectant holding these hearings out in the open, trying to, you know, not just through the processes of FOIA, like people like myself have access to, but really just making all these documents, these primary sources available to people like the War Room Posse. And I think the War Room Posse is going to have a very important role um, in the next few months because they really have the power to disseminate these stories, to spread the word, because we know obviously the left-wing media isn't going to do it. And a lot of the corporate Republican media the mainstream media isn't going to do it either. And I think for people who have hesitation about the, I would say, effectiveness, um, the legitimacy, the ability for these hearings to actually materialize and, you know, referrals, that is criminal referrals and not just reports. Remember, the Democrats have already set up, you know, three, four, five war rooms to counter these investigations because they know what they're going to uncover is really, really serious stuff. I don't think they set up war rooms to counter Trey Gowdy because um, they didn't need it. But with people like Jim Jordan in charge, we actually have a chance to really, I think, cut the head off, um, of course, speaking metaphorically, but of the swamp and get to the heart of the issue that plagues this country. 
Natalie, you got a, brock, a blockbuster story up on Worm this morning. We'll get to this afternoon. What? How do people get to you on the site and how they get to your social media, ma'am? Natalie G. Winters on all social media platforms. Thank you, ma'am. Fantastic. Um, great report, too. This, this story in the Daily Beast is another blockbuster. Um, let me go to the Vatican and to Ben Harnwell. By the way, story out in Italian newspaper, Ben, that was translated in a couple of places. Is there a couple of cardinals that are trying to make a move on uh, on Bergoglio and trying to trying to make sure there's something rolling to remove him from the papacy? What this this is kind of a blockbuster story, if it's true. And I'm not I love Italian papers, but they've been known to kind of run with things that are was used to say at Breitbart too good to check. So what what's the reality <laughs> here, sir? Well, Steve, it's an interesting story, um, and I think there are two, basically, interpretations of this. I'll go with the Daily Mail's interpretation. They've lifted this article from La Stampa, which is a left-wing Italian daily in the same stable as La Repubblica, which is Italy's version of the New York Times. So it's it's from the left. Um, And apparently, a, a cardinal, an unnamed cardinal, has said that there is now going to be a concerted push amongst the conservatives um, in, in, in the sacred college of cardinals to remove Pope Francis. And this comes on the back of the story, which you remember um, on the 31st of December, the very day that Pope Benedict died and um, saying that there was going to be a rump of cardinals who were going to try and force a conclave to elect a new Pope uh, un- under the argument that, um, that Benedict's resignation was never valid. He was always Pope, and therefore, at the death of the Pope, you need a conclave to elect a new one. Um, so there are these stories going around, it, um, and that's the interpretation um, that the Daily Mail uh, is presenting, that there's going to be now um, a battle for the future direction of the church. What I would suggest, however, Steve, is that really looking at in depth at the at the citations that the in, in Italian that the original article uh, produced, I actually don't believe that this is what it first appears. I think that this is more of an attempt, um, either coordinated directly with Pope Francis or, the, other, or otherwise by some of his ideological allies to create the pretext for a purge. Um, because the actual number of conservatives in the College of Cardinals is, is, is a handful, um, I actually think what, what is happening is, is that they're playing on Francis's paranoia, his famous paranoia, um, to, to, to try to get him to just basically remove these cardinals from ho, uh, the, ho, the sacred ho, college. Ho, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Now, now this is Machiavellian, which is what the Vatican's all about, the curia. You're theory of the case is that since it was in a left-wing journal this is actually a kind of a false flag operation and this is to yeah. give justification well look you got these radical yeah. cardinals yeah. trying to do something to do a further purge of the conservatives is that is that your take is that your framing of this that is a hundred percent steve my framing of this um see my background is politics uh my professional background is politics as you know i worked in the house of commons in the european parliament so that is the lens with which i see i see things and when i have these conversations with more sort of catholic uh rome journalists they say no you're, you're being too political about this the thing is you know this is the catholic church it doesn't work according to the traditional political schema the problem is every time i've put down a prediction based on my knowledge of politics it, it it's come it's come is it's actually been the underlying case. Now, this is 
here's an example of, of what I'm suggesting, right? The strategy, the so-called strategy here, is that they're going to try to wear Francis down in the way that Benedict was worn down and so that he just relinquishes the papacy. Well, the thing is, anyone who knows anything about Francis knows that he's absolutely paranoid of finishing up in the same situation that Benedict was. This is one of his inner, inner, inner insecurities, yeah. if you will. Another thing here is that they that they called one of the this unsourced cardinal says that the Pope is a communist uh, as a pretext to want to get rid of him. Look, Steve, I spent 13 years in Rome. I spoke to a lot of conservative and traditionalist bishops and cardinals. They don't speak in these terms. They 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 will say that yes. the Pope is creating confusion and they want that confusion to be clarified. They they not even in private they don't. I mean, they might think that, but they never they never say it. So what I think this is is that this is a parody coming from the left of the church. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's more the yeah. you know the, the language here that you're hearing is more what you would hear on the war room to describe Pope Francis than actual cardinals. <laughs> yes. So yes, but he's no, no, no. he's a, this is by the way you're not you're he, not you're not going to wear he go go ahead. He is a communist. I mean, he absolutely is a communist. He's a guy who's gone on record saying that, <laughs> on a number of occasions, saying that the root of all social evil yeah. is uh, is inequality. Yeah. This guy is a died in the war Marxist, but that's not why the conservatives he, have a beef with him. First off, it's 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 one of the reasons. Uh, uh, it's one of the reasons Lula in Brazil against evangelical Christians, traditional Catholics. The, the liberation theology of the Jesuits that put in then affected Central America mm -hmm. and Latin America back in the 70s. Mm -hmm. Bergoglio is one of the top guys. Note to anybody that's over there, the, the conservative cardinals, he's a Jesuit. They don't wear down. Okay. They got a, they got a way <laughs> yeah. they roll, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't wear yeah. down. You don't wear the note to self. You don't wear, maybe put the parish priest or the theologians like Benedict, but you ain't wearing down the Jesuits. They'll come together in phalanx. Ben, on, I, I know you're doing all that. You're doing the, the Daily Show, you're doing everything. How do people get to you on everything you're doing? Maloney has announced that I think that may should be maybe coming over for CPAC, but also Bolsonaro looks like he's asking for uh, uh, to go to Italy. There's a lot going on. How do people get to you? Well, if uh, if people are folks are interested, in the line that we're taking here is that traditionalist Catholics and conservative evangelicals need to come together for the defense of, of, of Christendom. This is very much the line promoted by Archbishop Vigano, by the way, um, and his great uh, blessing which he bestowed on the Warren Posse. If folks want to hear more about this and what we're doing, my uh, my profile on Getter is at Harnwell. It's my surname at Harnwell. And basically, the War Room is the only organisation in the world that is that that is that is putting out what I 100% hold to be that the true interpretation of events regarding the Vatican today. Absolutely, it's a coming together of traditional Catholics and evangelicals. Look what's happening in Brazil. It's just absolutely amazing. The evangelical Christians there. That's another reason why she shines down there. Remember, always remember. The biggest fear she has is not the Seventh Fleet. The biggest fear that she has is the underground evangelical Christians mm -hmm. in China. And in Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. It's sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. 
Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, Getter's where you can get everything. We're up there exclusively on social media, the War Room, and uh, and myself. We're putting up stuff every day, all day long. We're going to get into a deeper dive of this, but real briefly for a couple of minutes. If you think of one of the air reasons for the, you know, try, you know, you have South Korea, Japan, the, the, our allies, and the littoral nations of the South China Sea, Australia, India, all of it, then over to NATO, is the containment, just like for the Soviet Union, the containment of the Chinese Communist Party as they try to uh, consolidate the, the Eurasian landmass. Really, they've they've reversed that in their strategy. They're, if you take Taiwan as Silicon Valley West, which it is, what they're doing with this massive naval uh, and air exercise, you take Taiwan, you then look at uh, Mexico, where they're putting all the fentanyl through the second opium war, right? All CCP in partnership with the Mexican cartels, a war on our southern border and making sure the southern border is open. You take Latin America <clears throat> with Brazil as the centerpiece of that. Right. And then you go over to the Gulf uh, with Iran cutting deals with them, the mullahs and also our allies in Saudi Arabia that and including NATO and a big story out of uh, this weekend at Germany. None of the kids in Germany want to fight. They're all becoming conscientious objectors because they've got to now stand up and defend their country because they got this threat from the KGB, the Russians, and they won't defend it. So we're defended there. If you look at it, the CCP has reversed it. They say United States, you're, and you take what they're doing in the Caribbean. You think you're so tough. You think you're going to do that. Bang. We're going to reverse it and run the tables on you. That is why the world's on fire. That's where we started the show with the day. You see it happen over the weekend. And this is why, ladies and gentlemen, we are in the dark valley of the 1930s. Okay. All over again. This is going to be just nothing but turmoil. Love to have it a different way, but not going to happen. Matthew Tierman, Latin America as a communist super state backed by the Chinese Communist Party directly aimed at the United States. This is what the Monroe Doctrine is about. This is what our founders and framers warned us. But don't go searching for monsters to slay in Ukraine. Watch what they do here in the Western Hemisphere, sir. Well, I mean, you're 100% right. China's playing the long game, and they are smart, as well as their allies that are starkly adversarial to us. Our leadership are the dummies. They're playing a global pincer movement the same way the Spartans would have done in the Greek city-states or Alexander the Great would have done out of Macedonia as he conquered half of Europe. Uh, we're, we're, we're not in a great position, and now we have it in our hemisphere. China, under Lula, will have a control of the entire wealth and power and geopolitical strategic positioning of South America. 
They're in motion on it. As we said in the first show, they're talking about a, uh, a one-wide currency for South America. It makes no sense uh, economically, but it does make sense geopolitically if you're trying to consolidate power. It's right out of Orwell's framework. Orwell said in global communism, when they win, it'll be three geographically aligned super states. Oceania was always at war with East Asia. Well, South America, Mercosur, as they even call it in South America, will be a Marxist super state should the Brazilians uh, accept Lula as their leader, because there will never be free, fair, and credible elections again there if this continues to be uh, cemented and validated. We see the mainstream press is doing everything they can to do so by calling us, you know, calling them coup, calling us, you know, talking about it, enabling or orchestrating their coup. I got off with mainstream press earlier today, and they're asking, you know, how much were we paid to be a part of this? I mean, all sorts of big leaf, uh, canard <laughs> BS questions. Uh, but oh, let's talk baby. about for a second, Harry. The military right now, the protesters are still camped out, day 71, 72, and they're still camped out outside barracks, especially in Brasilia, which is the headquarters. And the police last night were told, the federal police, important to denote the federal police, they are the ones that report to the Supreme Court. Uh, Alexander Moraes, the Chief, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, has cemented this power structure with his own enforcement-able Praetorian Guard, and they were told to clear the protests, and the military told the protesters, stay within our vicinity because we can protect you. So there's still a game, and it's still escalating. So then Jean uh, Moraes, they call him Jean Dao as a pejorative, uh, said that we are going to arrest generals if they do not clear these protests. Judge Marais also suspended the governor of Brasilia, who's not even in Bolsonaro's party, but because they're looking for scapegoats for this. Just like if anyone's seen Chernobyl, the Soviet system, communists always look for scapegoats that they can throw into the bus to then use as a catalyst for further yeah. cementing of power. And of course, Bolsonaro's being blamed. You know, Bolsonaro said it very publicly all the time that this ends in one of three ways, his arrest, his death or victory. He, he forgot to mention fleeing to Orlando and Disney World and Epcot, which is what he did, which is very, very okay, disappointing. Don't, uh, yeah, don't you, you, you didn't get it. You didn't get a trip to Disneyland. OK, uh, Matthew, real quickly, your social media. We'll have you back on. We're covering this. Have Zirkle on tonight. Couldn't get to Jane today. Uh, give us uh, your social media. Uh, at Matthew Termon, M-E-T-T-H-E-W-T-Y-R-M-A-N-D, Twitter, Getter, War Room. I'll be on Gaffney later all over the place, just doing as much as I can to elucidate this uh, fog of war situation. By the way, Disclose uh, TV just reported, I think Bolsonaro has been admitted to a hospital. We don't know any of the facts on this, but it just broke across the wire. Uh, Matthew, why don't you check it out? We'll talk to you after the show. Maybe we get up on Getter. But this is coming from Disclose TV. Bolsonaro admitted to a hospital. We'll check all that out. Uh, Matthew Tiermont, thank you very much. Look forward to getting you and Shane back here. Uh, Melissa Hooray from the Lindale Recovery Network. You got big news. Your show, which started as a podcast, is now a daily show. I want to tell everybody – why should they watch it? Where do they go? And what are they going to find out? Yeah, thanks, Steve. Great to be back here. It's been too long. You never call. You never write. Thanks for having me back. So I'm Melissa Hooray. I'm on the Recovery Network. Network.org. Go there. It's an amazing platform for people with addictions. But I am here to talk about the Hope Report show, which has expanded from three days a week to five. So we're every day at 1 Eastern time, Jason Perry and I, he's out in Johnson City, Tennessee. I'm here in the Twin Cities. He's an ex-Navy SEAL pastor, and I am a former addict, addiction counselor. I'm an author. I work for Mike. I'm a soldier in the Army of the Lord. But we are quite an interesting team, and we have come together, and God has been doing some amazing things with this, this show, Steve, really, and that's why we've expanded. Every day we're getting testimonies from people saying my loved one was saved or my person came out of addiction because of watching your show. 
So we have interviews with everybody from Ray Comfort to uh, Bill Wees, who's a man who spent uh, had a vision of hell for 23 minutes. We also have just everyday people, people who have come out of addiction. Later this week, I have a woman who was a prostitute drug addict. She was touched by the Lord. She was moved by the Holy Spirit, and she's saved now. So we have every, we're no respecter wow. of person. We have anybody under the sun. So if people want to come on the show, go to HopeReportShow.com. And please uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We fish Secular Pond, too, so we be able to reach people with the gospel. That's our, our website, Hope Report Show. Go to the website. You're on Getter also, correct? You're, Melissa, yes. you're on Getter? That's my paltry-looking profile, but streaming live from Mike Lindell's platform. We had like 10,000 We'll be back here at 5 o'clock to check out all the news, including all the news from Brazil and Capitol Hill. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.